Hi, I'm Amy Shepard. I'm Lachlan Stewart. And although we have different last names, we're we're married. married. Now, we've been told the secret to a successful marriage is communication. So we're going to talk it out every week, share our challenges and pet peeves. Then we're setting each other some goals. Some couple goals. Couple Goals, the podcast, is for those who might be looking to laugh their way through challenging scenarios that all couples go through. Occasionally, we might even get some other couples to join in. Yeah, you'd like that, wouldn't you? Hit subscribe and tune in every week to hear our weekly Couple Goals. Couple Goals. Episode 37 of Couple Goals, and today's an exciting day because we have a couple (laughs) of special guests. Billy Joe and Kyle, welcome to the show. We were just, Kyle and I have already kicked it off with a virtual high five because I nailed (laughs) his last name. We were reading it and we were like, just asked it. And I was like, I'm going to nail it. It's Skalicki. Nobody ever gets it. Yeah. Billy Joe Porter and Kyle Skalicki. I reckon it's. Sorry. Very unofficial. That was was an exciting moment for me. So here we are. (laughs) God, lucky. You're really dumbing yourself down. Do you ever have these moments where you read people's names and you're like, I don't want to say it wrong because. You don't want to offend anyone. And you're from Canada, aren't you, Kyle? Yeah. Yeah, and look, I sound like an Aussie bogan, so yeah. I always mess people's names up. And then, you know, Canadians and American accents are all different. People call me Lachey from over in the States. Yeah. And I roll he with that. Like, That's fine. Lucky, Lachey, anyway, Bachelin. <laughs> we've already gone on a tangent. But welcome, Love guys. It. Oh, thanks Love for it. thanks for having us, Lachey. It's, yeah, it's great to be on the show. I love how you're counting your, your little wins as well. It's all about all the little wins. sounds great. That's how you build confidence, stack those little wins up. Absolutely. So we've just seen a little Instagram video of you guys and you've just started working together musically. Is this a new thing? Like what's been happening? Yeah, Yeah, it's new. (laughs) Well, it is and it isn't. Like um, a a long time ago, Kyle played guitar um, for a little bit and then kind of at the start of our relationship he stopped and then he um, decided a couple of years ago that he wanted to learn piano. And I'm like, yes. So I, well, I got a piano straight away for his birthday. Yeah. And um, <laughs> you could call me a COVID. That's what I yeah. want. I want to train Lockie up to play something because it's just like so convenient to have someone in a house who can do something for you. Besides, talk your ear off. Look, I, I was <laughs> I was reading when you were saying that you picked it up like two years ago or something, and then I was having a roll through your Instagram, and you just played a show on the weekend. I was like, far out! This dude learns quickly. Yeah. Like two years, and he's already on stage. Like, I'd be shitting bricks. Well, I was. No, you did. I was pretty well. nervous. I was nervous. I was definitely very, very incredibly nervous. He's been playing at yeah. least ten you- minutes a day for the two years and like obviously days that goes longer and um getting on the live stream every Thursday night and I got him the chord charts and showed him how to read them and yeah it's just like baptism by fire like I took brought him on in on a couple of like local shows and then I was going to this festival and I was gonna ask him but I thought oh this might be you know a bit much but he said oh maybe I'll bring the piano and play and I'm like yeah you will let's do it (laughs) Yes, straight into the deep end. Good job. What was it like for for you guys, obviously, as a couple as well? How was it playing that show together? I loved it. Yeah, it's a lot lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, awesome. It was, yeah, I feel like it was really special um, because, you know, when you're on stage and, like, there's a big moment happening, 
if I was just playing solo or with a band, like I would enjoy that moment and maybe have a short debrief after it if there was a band and then that moment go. But I don't know, for the whole night I'm like, Cobb, how mad was that? What about when you did this? What about when you did that? And I busted a string and you were there to um, to build the dead air. Experience that. It was so good. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. It's a whole new experience together. Sorry, what were you saying, Amy? Oh, sorry, we cancelled each other out. But um, I just, yeah, a whole new experience together. It's different when you have a supporter in the crowd to actually being on stage and, like, experiencing, experiencing it in live, like, real time. Um, yeah, and as you said, then you get to debrief together. It's, yeah, it's really exciting. So, lucky. We'll start getting those chord charts out. Yeah. <laughs> I can't read a book, let alone what uh, would music. You Come on. If you could. Probably the guitar or the triangle. A triangle seems pretty up my <laughs> no. I play the guitar, I'm doing guitar lessons, but I don't really have the desire to be on stage. I'm pretty happy side of stage just filming. For now. You'll be up there. Yeah, but you never know. You never know. Yeah. I really like hope that Lockie takes up his um filming. I don't know, some filming lessons or something so he can be my full-time videographer because that would be super helpful as well. For who? <laughs> yeah, fair income. And then when you go for a run, I'll drive and yeah. film you. Cool. <laughs> All right, back to you guys. <laughs> I feel like we're going to get into like a debate here. A full-blown fight. <laughs> so let's go back. How did – Yeah, exactly. That's what it is, man. I feel used and abused. So how did you guys meet? Uh, well, I was um, right into snowboarding back in the day and I used to do back-to-back seasons and be a snowboard instructor for a while and um, I got a visa for Canada and then hit the Canadian slopes at, at a ski resort in the neighbouring town and then in the summer I got a van and my friend and I were planning to go busking right the way across Canada and, um, yeah, then we realised that it gets really cold and some parts of Kennedy have to the car in at night. So, yeah. so that kind of fell through. But as we were driving around looking for the next ski resort town, we hit Revelstoke, BC, and I, it was just such a beautiful spot. And I just remember when I was driving in there, I thought, man, this is a magic place. Like anything could happen here. And that very night, met Kyle. Oh. The, the night in or the snowboarder in shining armor rolled through or skiing. yeah she just picked the right pub to have a pint at eh yeah the pub in town <laughs> it, was the, it was the dive bar that had uh 25 cent highballs and uh we just finished our chicken wing night and uh there she was my princess on the bar stool with a headband uh bandana and uh i had been wearing bandanas and i thought mm. it was so cool and because it's such a small town i was just like girls let's go talk to him and no one wanted to go talk to him and then i was like i'm going and then i walked up and my, i think my pickup line was um you wear bandanas i wear bandanas too i love that well, obviously it worked yeah, i've been some sideways, gla- sideways glances for a while like, but who's this bloody piece of work this joker yeah. <laughs> with a bandana. <laughs> yeah, were you wearing a bandana at the same time? I wasn't time, that night, no, but I did. I was a big bandana oh. person and I was just like, oh, you're from Australia? I just traveled there. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. It was good. It was a good night. 
Oh, wow. And how long did you stay in Canada? Um, well, as I was, when I first got my visa, it was one year visas and that was it. But then they changed the rules so you could just keep mm. getting visas. So I ended up sticking around because of Kyle was there for like seven years or something like that. Wow. Wow, seven years. And when did you guys arrive back in Australia? 2013 in November. Okay. And what made you make the move, Kyle? Oh, that's got to be an idea. Yeah. Oh, Billy. Yeah, right. You wanted to feel like he was just like hooking up with me to get a visa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it worked. I mean, wasn't the only reason, though. There's <laughs> a cherry uh, on well, top. We spent, yeah, we spent years there. And then, I don't know, we just, we had to make that, just that final decision, you know, what part of the world are we going to live on? We want to do this thing for the rest of our lives. We want to be together. We're not going to be able to do it like you living there and me living here. And we like uh, talked about the snow and how we both hated working in it, but like playing in it. And we're like, well, there's no snow in Australia. And that was sort of it. You wanted to surf as well. Yeah, surfing's good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, perfect because you guys live in do you guys live in coffs harbor now yeah, where are coffs you guys harbor. living now yeah epic so you get to surf yeah. a bit yeah it's yeah. there's great waves no matter what way the wind's kind of blowing yeah it's good is it is that where uh melanie dyer and jackson are are they coffs no, i think Newcastle, port macquarie right? yeah oh. <laughs> Okay. I was like, I feel like it's down south of Brisbane anyway. There's a few places down south. Yeah, it's not Brisbane, so we don't know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But anyway. but It's so funny because we, obviously we met in Tamworth and I, I've met everyone. I'm new to the country scene essentially. So it was, I've just met everyone in Tamworth and I just cannot get a grip on like where everyone's from because I'm just like, see you next year. <laughs> and then we all just end up in this magical place once a year. Um but yeah, it's been awesome. Like just meeting so many new people and getting to know everyone, yourself included. Um, but yeah, I wanted to find out a bit more about you, Billy Joe, and um, how long you've been playing music, what were your early inspirations and how you got to this point? Well, um, <laughs> like starting with the questions big questions. In there, but yeah, how did it yeah, all begin? Well, I, I went to a school where we did a lot of choir and um Steadfords in primary school and so I really loved singing and being part of that and then I kind of put it down when I went to high school just because I don't know when you go to a new school a lot of my friends went to different schools so I was kind of just like I don't know nervous to shine <laughs> you know we, in terms of singing when you go yeah. to a new school you're just trying to like fit in and be cool and nobody else was doing that so I put it down yeah. for ages until um, I moved from Corindai, which is just outside of Tamworth, to Tamworth, and I started working at a, a pub called the Tamworth Hotel and my friend Rachel Kennedy was um, playing guitar and singing and, um, you know, doing like Shania Twain covers and stuff like that, and I just thought, man, this is so good. And, um, yeah, she wrangled me in to get a bass guitar so suddenly I'm just like playing bass at the all of her gig and if I like I got on when it was way too early like and if I couldn't figure out the song I'd just turn the bass down and just like bob along yeah that is genius yeah that's yeah. a good idea I might do Locky? that yeah, I'm like, I'm yeah totally. anyone can do it 
So, um, yeah, and then I just started, uh, um, I really wanted to sing and I felt like um, I needed to have an instrument to sing. So I started playing guitar and then um, just started songwriting where I really love doing that. Mm, when was that? What year did you start um, songwriting? I'm going to say that I was in <laughs> a car park in Walmart in Salt Lake City, Utah, and oh, I was about to be inspirational. Yeah, yeah. Standard place for you. <laughs> I, was, I just left Australia, like, you know, say goodbye to everyone. I'm, you know, I'm going traveling around the world and um, I'd hit the slopes in uh, Salt Lake City, Snowbird, and then said, was saying goodbye to all those people. I was alone in the rental car in that car park and then I just started like, I was wasting time and I just started like singing these this song and like all these words and then, um, yeah, uh, there was my first song and when Rach came over um, to Canada because she, she kind of came over for a little while, I'm like, oh, I've got this song. Do you reckon you can like figure out how to play it on guitar? And so she played it on guitar and suddenly there was a song and I was hooked. I was like, right, we're, we're doing this. I've done it. Let's do more. Oh, that's awesome. It's like Elton John and what's his? Um, oh, no, that was the other way. Anyway, no, I know yeah. who you're talking about. Is it what's Bernie? Or... I think so. Oh, I don't know. I have no idea. How but... sad, but like also he's probably happy being behind the scenes. <laughs> like equally legendary. Well, I don't, no one knows his name. <laughs> I find musicians so incredible. The fact that you can either write a song in general, because I can't do that at all. And then just putting music to that, like the melody and stuff to it is fascinating. Or vice versa, having a melody mm. and writing to it. It's just. It's really true. How do you songwrite, Billy? Do you do the melody first or do you get on the guitar Yeah, first? I remember Googling it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes. I love back it. Back in the day because it's like, it's one of those um, like age-old questions. Like how does it come? Um, but I really find that. You've just, I've just got to have my little antenna up all the time. I've got a, a book that I carry around, like notes if I hear something interesting, someone say something cool or an idea is sparked from something that I see or hear in the world. And then so I have, I have those all written down in my little back pocket and then, yeah, I might, it'll, it'll come either way. I might start playing my guitar and then start singing something or like, I'll be in the car park in Walmart and start like singing the word. <laughs> mm. I don't know. You just got to be like open to make it happen whenever it's ready. Um, and then sometimes when yeah. there's no inspiration, um, I'll like always organize a co-write. So then you're forced to sit down and have that space and like make a song. Whereas like, if you just, if you don't, if I don't make time for it, it doesn't happen. Yeah, actually, I was saying that this morning on an interview. Someone was asking me about my songwriting. I just, I definitely have to make time for it. Otherwise, I, I am like you, where I get all of these inspirational ideas and I write them down in my notes or voice memos, and then um, that always helps to come back to later. But you have to really make time to like sit down and carve out some songwriting time, or I do, because otherwise, you just keep getting those ideas and they go nowhere. Yeah, you know what I mean, um, unless you're doing, of course, a, a co-write. Um, I really struggle to make the time because, you know, there's a, lot, there's a lot going on and I'm sure you're the same, like life gets really busy and you forget that actually your job is to write a song. So, yeah, I've tried to carve out a little bit more time more often to do that. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, it's interesting how like 
people all have a similar process with it. But yeah, it's not till you get alone time and got a bit of space that you can kind of make it all happen. Mm. Oh what about so Kyle just quickly do you songwrite because you've taught yourself the piano I'm sure you're probably dabbling in Google writing I just, as well now I'm quite a, kind of a strong opinion so like if she'll run a song by me I'll be like nah you change it to that and 90% of the time she's like no I'm leaving it you, you know <laughs> and then sometimes she's like she's like oh that's beautiful alright I'll use that and then and then she'll put it in the song and then I'm like um I'll put it in quotations, a songwriter, because I don't feel like I put in that much um, sort of effort. But we've had a couple sessions with other friends, and they're, they're very fun sessions because it's just like nobody's wrong. It's a very positive sort of environment. And uh, yeah, yeah, a lot of fun. So there's a couple songs that I would like to see happen more. He's a songwriter, definitely. Yep. You know, you just got to claim it. You've right written bunches, a bunch of songs now. Man. What about you, Lockie? So, no, God, no way. I will, I'd love to, but I probably after this, I'll Google how to do it. Cause I yeah, we should do a session. Didn't even, didn't even think about that. But it's interesting for me because, Kyle, you, you run a, a plumbing company yeah, as well, yeah. don't you? Yeah, so for me, that's – I come from a carpentry background and then a sporting background. So for me, I've always been like, no, I don't have a musical bone in my body. But you've obviously just blown that out of the water. That's – bullshit I'm telling myself so how do you for you going from I guess carpentry and all that sort of stuff and get into the music was it hard to hard to do 10 minutes a day can do anything you set your mind to <laughs> goals write them yep. down put them on the wall so you see them every day super important yeah so I like that simple and to the point <laughs> all right well I'm gonna do it just like where's yeah. my guitar have you done your 10 minutes today? You're I pretty haven't. good at practicing. I'll help hold you. Yeah. But I'm – yeah, well, yeah, okay. <laughs> well, I'm nervous about that. It's like I'm learning so many things. I've got a business and then I'm learning French and then guitar. I'm like there's too many moving pieces. Plus I just want to chill. <laughs> but Lockie no. is the least chill guy ever. He does, ne does not chill ever. So when's the last time you actually chilled? Recently some point <laughs> i'm the master <laughs> chill so i'm gonna make you chill <laughs> 10 practice getting bored for 10 minutes lucky yeah. Yeah. yeah all right done another thing to learn let's yeah let's <laughs> see how it goes but w let's talk about so kyle and we'll go back to obviously you guys met that uh that night i, I want to hear more about what happened then but just quickly while we're on the topic of careers and all of that sort of stuff kyle when you moved over here um what got you obviously to want to start your own business? You're running a very successful business down in Coffs now as well. So can you talk us through that? that yeah. Um, just working for someone like most people do. And then just one day I sort of, something just clicked in my head and I was like, it just literally switch went off and I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. I want to work for myself. <laughs> and I called my boss at that moment and, um, I was like, we need to have a meeting. We had the meeting and I told him that. I'm like, I'm going to do this by myself. And he said, okay. He actually supported me. And that was like the start of it. So it wasn't like a big buildup and it wasn't something that I always wanted to do. It just happened. And it just like in a moment, it was just like the penny dropped, you know, and that was it. It was, uh, yeah, 
kind of a strange, I've never really actually thought about it uh, until right now. And I'm like, oh, wow, it did actually happen that way. That's crazy. There was a build up as well, though. There was like a succession of Carl had a really great boss in his dad when he was in Canada. And so he was able to be yep. like, dad, I can't come in. I'm going rock climbing. Or He was a good <laughs> boss. Had a mad yeah. boss. And then he came to Australia Thanks, and dad. had a challenge. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it was very stressful for him um, with one company and then he swapped to another company that had a really good culture and values and vibes but he also wanted to go back to Canada for a big chunk of time and there wasn't a lot of opportunities to take like long holidays and um, kind of have ownership over your own like working lifestyle when you're full-time for somebody else and so I think all these things were stacking up to the point where one day yeah, but the problem with that is no, and everyone, well, maybe they'll tell you is that when you open your own business, you're like, I was like, yeah, I'm going to have all this free time and all I'm going to do is surf and just work like 10 hours a week. It's going to be great. And then you do it and you're working actually like 80 hours a week and you don't have. Yeah, there's no yeah, switch off. Yeah, exactly. Zero, yeah. And because it's your business, it's your baby, you're like so committed and you just don't want to miss up on, miss out on any opportunities or pass up on anything. So. I feel you there as well, um, but good on mm. you. You made the switch and no doubt it is giving you some Best flexibility, thing. even if you are working yeah. behind the scenes. Yeah, awesome. And Billy, uh, Billy Joe, I heard that you help out as well in the business. Is it true? Are the rumors true? <laughs> um, yeah, I do. I, um, well, I've had a few different <laughs> roles in the business. I was the... Um, the payroll person and um, I was instrumental in choosing the name at the start. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll take that little, I'll do it. But some <laughs> of the fun things for us to hang out when Kyle first started, there would be a lot of weekend call out. So I'd go help him do whatever, put in a hot Apprentice. System. Apprentice. Yeah, yeah. I love uh, that. The other day I was on a roof putting, helping with the roof. So, That's epic. yeah, just get into it and have a good time. That's, That's so awesome. good. <laughs> Love it. Let's go back to, to obviously when you first met in that pub uh, all those years ago. What happened next? What was the journey? Didn't you have like a wild nine-month adventure, like road tripping? Oh, yeah. I've had a few of those. A few, few good trips for sure, yeah. Yeah, well, we. The, I guess the one you're probably thinking of is um, when we – when our friends were going rock climbing down in the US and I'm like, I'm going Kyle. And Kyle was working away at the time on a, like a mine site or something. And um, he's like, all right, I'm coming. So we drove down like two days straight of driving, sleeping in car parks and stuff till we got down to the, um, I think it was Yosemite. We started at, we started in Calgary, Alberta. I had an emergency passport because mine had been stolen in Indonesia. So I had to get a new one sorted. So we started in Calgary and then from there is two or three days straight drive to Yosemite. Yeah. Yeah. And then, right. and then we just went um, rock climbing and camping and just like eating fried chicken. The term is called supermarket. dirt bagging it. Yeah, <laughs> we were like we were dirt bagging. It was, yeah, it was in fun. a little hatchback with a tent, and um, yeah, we just 
Yeah. We were initially going for two weeks and then Kyle rang up his boss and he's like, I'm we were in California at that time. It was warm. Uh, it wasn't your dad. You weren't like, hi dad, I'm not coming back. Sorry. <laughs> not coming back. Not coming back. That's so, it. So yeah, we ended up being gone for ages. Just, yeah, driving around and rock climbing. And then we ended up in Central America and, um, yeah, it was good. Got a lot of um, mileage out of that trip in terms of like, mm. you know, just having experiences and learning about ourselves and yeah, some cool songs. Met and, some cool people. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah, got snowed on in the snow. What was one? What was one of the highlights from that trip? One that stands out for you both? Oh yeah, mine, mine was uh, oh, probably Guatemala. Was pretty good, eh? That was a cool, cool spot, yeah. And um, just for like Latino vibes and learning Latin. Spanish, yeah. And um, Tombstone, Arizona, was a really cool. Oh spot yeah, too. that was a highlight. Yeah. We had New Year's oh, Eve in cool. Tombstone, Arizona, and like you've probably seen it on the movies or whatever. It's just old school. Yeah bars and people were dressed up like back in the olden days and people were getting around with their guns with real six shoes on their heads oh. <laughs> oh that's awesome so good so funny in my head i like way back i thought that's what nashville would be in my head you know when you say nashville and you're like oh yeah it's just a country town and then you go there and it's like i just had this like stereotypical image in my head and you're like oh wait this is kind of like brisbane yeah <laughs> we're the cowboys. Uh, <laughs> but it's cool yeah, but it's cool that those places do exist and you're like, wow, like I'm really somewhere else. <laughs> oh, wow. And what did you get up to? Like a New Year's Eve party or anything uh, crazy? Well, again, we were camping in our tent and it was like winter by that point. So it was like lightly snowing when we set up the tent and then we had met some yeah. other friends, other rock climbers that came along. And, yeah, we just rolled up the street and then there's people like tipping their hat to us and we went to – the Billy the Kid show. Yeah, they have like live reenactments of like gunfights, and um, yeah, the pubs were just packed with people enjoying New Year's, and we just bar hopped yeah. the whole way around. <laughs> Should have dressed up. Let's so just say some biscuits and gravy were required the next day. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely. Biscuits and gravy, <laughs> delicious. <laughs> what um? So from all those experiences, like you guys living in a uh, camper van or not even a camper van, but the, the car and having all those experiences going to Yosemite and all those points, how has that influenced your music now, Billy Joe? Oh yeah. Well, I mean, all the experiences that you have through your life kind of, I guess, roll into songwriting, especially for me. Like I learned a lot about um, myself and realizing that we, I need, I really need to make sure that I, do the things that I really, I love that bring me joy in order to like, you know, have a really good mindset and also speak my mind and say what I need to say and do what I need to do at the time. Because there was a point where Carl wanted to continue rock climbing in the middle of winter when our <laughs> tent had been just like covered in inches of snow. And we were both like sick because we're just outside all the time. I'm like, this is it. I'm done with rock climbing. We're going, we're going to Central America. I'm learning from Calamba. Guitar lesson. Oh, I'm learning Spanish. Oh, get out of here. <laughs> I was like, oh, started looking up rock climbing spots in Mexico. I'm like, forget it. 
That's it. Oh. I'm like, <laughs> Carl's like a naughty little boy who won't come yeah. inside once it's gone dark. <laughs> and do you still rock climb? Is there anywhere in Coffs that you can uh, rock climb? There is, but um, we don't do it as much anymore. We just went like super into it and super super hard at it for a while to the point where Kyle was like getting um I've lost my rock climbing partner he was getting sore arms <laughs> and I was just like I've had last, a last last time we went back t- literally turning into a bear <laughs> yeah so now it's surfing and playing music instead it's a good trade yeah sounds pretty good to me those dudes who what's that uh is it uprising or whatever that Rock climbing doco is. Have you seen that where the guy climbs the peak at yeah. Yosemite? The Alex, free climber. Uh, Alex Arnold, free solo. Does, yeah, he does, I think, three different walls in 24 hours. Yeah. Great. great. Yeah, that oh is insane. No, look, my but, hands are going sweaty and, just thinking yeah, about and it. When you're actually yeah. there looking at that, you it's unfathomable. That wall is, is huge and mm. scary. And you're like, wow. Like, he's done just, just three of them. <laughs> Very fucking insane. Yeah, that is impressive. And especially, hold on. I've written down here, uh, because we'll dive into pet peeves in a second, but the secret source to your relationship. You've given us some key points here, and I love them all. But you've got, we're doing a list them off. You want want me to list them off? off. Yeah. So we've got best friends, obviously. That's a key tick. Got a bit of laughter. You guys have done plenty of that today. Compromising. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Very... Kyle had to compromise the rock climbing. That's a big one. <laughs> Got to do that. <laughs> Great gratefulness. Thank yous. Joint hobbies and doing things that bring uh sorry, yeah, doing things that bring each other Did joy. Had you... wit. Yeah. yeah. I would have said all those. Yeah. What have you? Yeah. Those I'm like yeah, I, I had my mind I'm like yeah, thank you saying thank you. That's important. <laughs> Being grateful, that's important. <laughs> We just like listen to them and I'm like, wow, so good. I was inside your mind. Where, where, so talk us through that list. How did you recognize it was important for you guys within your relationship? Oh, um, <laughs> did I cut out that? Or? Oh, look, we've been working at it a really long time. Um, and through like learning about ourselves and like, you know, listening to other, you know, personal development and growth things, we've kind of onboarded a lot of these things that we've been working on. So the thank yous I think are really important, especially for um, like, you know, just household tasks. For the little things. Like I did the washing. Kyle will be like, oh, thanks Thank you for for doing the washing. And I'll like point it out and he'll be like, thank you. And he'll point something out and I'll be like, Thanks for that. Or if I notice he's done something good, I'm like, thanks for putting away all that junk in big piles in your living room. <laughs> yeah, but it is important because little things like that can really get taken for granted, especially the washing and just like little cleaning up things. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I totally understand that. Yeah, It's a good one. We should implement that more. Definitely. I yeah, and if thanks, ask <laughs> what about, for it. You know what I mean? Like, don't wait for things to come. Yeah. So like, oh, so what do you think about how I did all that? Oh, good. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It stops resentment from Definitely, building up, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. 
What about the compromise piece? I think this is a important one. A lot of people maybe neglect in their relationships. How did that come about for you and sort of where are your boundaries with that? I'm going to say that um, I'm pretty easygoing, like I'll go with the flow most of the time, but I've learned, especially in that trip in um, down from Canada through the US, that I, I decided like, nah, I've had enough of this, I've got to make a change here. And then although Kyle like is pretty stuck on what he wants to do, he like made that compromise and I think that yeah all of those things could like moments could change a relationship but if you're not willing to like work with somebody else um it it also could break a relationship so it's really important to do that do you have a compromise moment leave no yeah it's pretty much sums it up it's good it's really good yeah, that's awesome. Now, before we get on to pet peeves, I wanted to ask you about your new album and your new single. Tell us about all of that. Yeah, congratulations. So the new single, Upside, is out now. And what's the Thank song about? Thank you. Um, yes, Upside is a song I wrote with my friend Kylie Gale. And it's really, I guess, now that we're talking about it, drawing on those lessons that I've learned the way through um, how life can take you in all sorts of different directions that you never expected or things can happen that, um, you know, are really bad or no good or, um, you know, just life stuff, grief and loss and all those sorts of things can really just um, toss you around in your everyday experience. And um, one thing I've really learnt from... um, you know, my studies and also in the live streams um, is that it's really important to do those things that uh, make you feel alive, that, you know, you really enjoy, whether it's as simple as um, catching up with some friends for a cup of coffee or whether it's having a podcast with your significant other or playing music at a festival or whatever it is, just hunting down those things that are going to make you happy, big or little, and that'll help you get through um, the upside down. So help you find the upside in the upside down. Mm. Yeah, that's a great sentiment. I love it. That's so good. Um, and how long did it take you to get this album finished? Because I'm working on an album at the moment and it's just like, it's taking a while. I started in 2019 writing and it's just still not out and it's 2023. It's a long process. So how long did Definitely. it take you? Um, oh, look, I've just been collecting songs ever since that moment in Walmart car park and um yeah so I feel like I've been writing for this my whole life probably I guess first album like Mm. I've yeah just taken everything that I've written and and squeezed it down into 12 songs so from writing the songs to um you know plucking up the courage to decide that I wanted to make an album to like you know, booking that time in with Shane Nicholson who produced it and making all that happen took, oh, it's taken years. And then, you know, we did that. We recorded a lot of it back in 2020. So I've just been putting out, you know, singles at a time. And, um, yeah, it's a, I've really had to be patient through the process in order to um, kind of give the album the best opportunity to be, like, digested and heard by everyone. So, it is really excited, exciting to be at this point where the album's just dropped and all those songs are out there and 
I've got some great cover art from Dan Stanley Designs and, you know, all, all of the pieces of the puzzle are just falling in together um, for it and it's been really fun. It's also been fun having Kyle in a lot of the film clips. Those are fun. Those are real. Yep. Lockie's been in a film clip. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's great. I'm going to have to watch them. Yeah, we didn't see the film clip, but we'll watch it after this. Um, but congratulations on that. It's really, really exciting. I can feel the excitement building, you know, for my own project. And, yeah, just it's really um, yeah, nice to see someone who's done it and, yeah, has done the work. Yeah, so it's a lot to do. What about you? When do you hope mm. to have everything happening? <clears throat> I don't know. Like I've got a lot of the songs written, but then I keep writing new songs. I'm like, oh, maybe that's going to be better than that one. And um, But I'm pretty much, you know, I've got a bit of a short list going on and I want to go and record them. I've got the demos, but I want to I want to record them with um, Lindsay Rhymes, who's in Nashville. So trying to work out how I'm going to do that and whether, whether I do it remotely or um, whether I take a trip over there will be something I need to weigh up. But yeah. That's that's my plan anyway. So still, it might be another year off, but you know, as you just said, like you want to get it right. You know, you don't want to put out out a substandard product or something that you're just not completely happy with. So I'm willing to take the time. Wow, that's so exciting! Yeah, it is. It is. But until then, I'll just keep releasing singles. I've got a few up my sleeve, ready to go, and yeah, we'll see where it yeah. leads well that's the thing um like you can i guess record the whole album all at once or you can um go single but single by single and then yeah collate it on an album i think i don't think there's a wrong answer for however it happens yeah that's right there's plenty of people to consume the music anyway it's like <laughs> now with spotify people are just loving music like non-stop so oh yeah just put more music out that's Good. right. I think that's the secret these days is just to keep writing and releasing just because people just consume it and then they're on to the next thing. It's really fast paced, but it makes you a better songwriter, yeah, I think. Definitely. I got a question for you guys. Do you guys listen to albums the old school way where you're just, you know, for example, if an artist drops an album, you'll just get the album and listen to it from song one to song 12 right through. Do you do that anymore? Yeah. Yeah, I just did that to that Stephen yeah. Wilson Jr. album. That's a great, that's great. Or maybe it's just this whole everything he's got. But yeah, right, right through. It's good. Top to bottom. Yeah, if yeah. I get like, yeah, if I get stuck on an artist and they release something, I'll sit there and listen to the whole thing. But then, yeah, if someone's yeah. like. There's always gems in there. There's always little gems. In 100%. Little ones there. Put out the and you'd yeah. hope that someone. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, you'd hope that someone would do the same for you and listen. You need them to listen to the whole album. So, but there's nothing better. Like, I really like to sit down with a glass of wine or whatever and listen to the album. Like, take that time rather than I just don't like listening to it in the car because then you're getting out and you're missing the whole artwork. There's so, a bit of theme with it. Yeah. 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 I'm always intrigued with- now because people, mm. sorry. Yeah, because people quite often. With Spotify, they don't even know who the hell they're listening to. They're just like, cool song, next. So then I did it the other week with an album. It's the first time I've done it in ages and it was awesome. Like just bottle of scotch, tunes, and just chilled out there for like 90 minutes. I like the way you guys listen to music. That is awesome. (laughs) (laughs) We'll do do it at Tamworth next year. When we're all there, we'll get a bottle of scotch and we'll all bring an album each. We'll be there for six hours. (laughs) A little lock-in. We smash, we won't remember it by the end of it. It'll be fun. 
But I'm in. Count me in. That might be like because people are getting right back into the albums as well now. um, Yeah. Sorry, the records. So that's kind of experience that I can imagine if you had a record player, you just do that. I bought a record player for Amy for as a gift, but then when I got it, it turned out it had to be attached to like Bluetooth speakers and stuff. I was like, "Yeah, Lockie got the turntable, but not the speakers." So, I, how's a rookie <laughs> supposed to know? You look at the image and you're like, "That's the one." <laughs> you can put it something the on effort. That. It, the effort was there. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. then I didn't even get to listen to it. But anyway, and now it's sitting in storage. Yeah, bugger. Sad. <laughs> oh well. Well, let's hit the pet peeve section. Oh, can you hit the red button? Yeah, that one. Oh, it wasn't even that loud. Okay, once more. Go again. Still, Still not that quiet. loud. <laughs> oh, no, that's why. <laughs> we, I told you, under under our waist here, it is just like ducks. Chaos. Hanging on for dear life. So we got I it. I love the segment noise. At least you Good. got the, um. Yeah. yeah, we always say it's like going to the baseball. <laughs> like get the your, organ. Get your hot dogs. <laughs> Okay, pet peeves. Who's going first? Uh, Do you want us to go on? Okay, Okay, pet peeve. I feel like (laughs) like therapy. (laughs) You know it's going to be meaningful. (laughs) Yeah. When you start with "I feel like," it's it's deep. And we're sitting here with like glasses, like writing it down. I don't know she whether we're. She like she said that she's like I feel like, but her eyes went up, like way up first. I was thinking. Uh, no, I'm like, Carl will go looking for something, but he won't actually like go looking for it. He'll just be like, screech at me from the other end of the house, like, "Where's this?" And like suddenly, like I've got what I'm doing, and like go find the thing just for my own like peace of mind. Yep. 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 I think I'm in that same. Okay. Like, open the fridge. Where's the mayo? Where's the mayo? It's always like, the mayo. fucking right in front of me. If I find that mayo when I get up. <laughs> no, I think. I think uh, it's just a way for us blokes to get more time with you ladies. You know, everybody that everybody that's listening to this is going to be like, the mayonnaise just just yeah. disappeared. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, we have a lot of condiments. Like, it's ridiculous. (laughs) So what's what's a goal you could set, Billy, for Kyle to sort of eliminate that to a degree? Uh, Look, maybe, you know, setting a stopwatch for at least 30 seconds to a minute (laughs) of looking, like actually looking before he's allowed to yell. Oh, yeah. I love that. But then, then he's going to come running down the hall saying, "Look, I did it! It's a minute now. Where is this?" <laughs> oh, I don't know. Maybe we can workshop it after. I'm, like, I'm willing to give that timer thing a go. Yeah, <laughs> I think that sounds pretty solid. I'm getting. That's your. All right, that's your weekly goal. <laughs> All right, Carl, your turn. What's your pick? Right. Well, I brought week? it so whoever's watching can look, and also I'll say it as I show it. Because I actually was like, I had a different one, and then I was eating just before this. <laughs> Billy Joe's like, what are and we? And I'm got? like, I can't believe she's done it. I'm using that as my point. That's it. <laughs> so what is it? This, this is oh it here. Goodness. It's like a, a bag of chips, right? But most people that eat <laughs> a bag of chips, 
they will eat either all of it or maybe they'll leave like a third of the bag or something. So I'm going to just like show you how much gets left in the bag of chips. Sorry for the crinkling. So I'm going to just pour everything that's left into my hand right now. And it'll okay. also oh my a little goodness. bit of my hand. So. This is hilarious. Oh, <laughs> it's, it's a handful of crumbs for those of you who are listening. And that's, that's it. So that's my pet peeve. Oh, fuck. You know, she's, she that's, doesn't waste. That's the a world, waste. That is a world first. I've never seen that done it's, before. It happens Ever. a lot in this house. Never have I oh before met anyone that can just like their appetite. It just shuts off when it shuts off. It is just not another little piece of food can go in there. When Porter's full, she is full and that is it. So that's my pet peeve. I love it. I love it. Is there a goal? Do you have a goal for her? Yeah, give the last bite to me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a great... Put it, put it off the goal. side. Leave it there. Maybe put a note on it for me. So you know, off to the side. It's like with a note on it, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not sure how to solve. Look, I really actually don't care because then I get like, I'll go in there at some point and it's like a little chip smorgasbord. I'll get like a little handful of salt and vinegar, get a little handful of cheese, a little handful of like barbecue, yeah. you know? Well, it's better than what I get, which is you open the Tim Tam packet. You're like, yes, yes, yes. Empty. <laughs> Completely empty. <laughs> you know, like who the That's fuck does that? <laughs> what? This guy. <laughs> you don't know whether she wants to recycle it or not. I don't know what she wants to do with it. Oh, gosh. I think it's a lesson for me not well, to eat any Tim Tams. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I've got no response to don't, that. Don't, <laughs> yeah, just let it just ask I, I think <laughs> don't say a word. I think that comes from mum and dad. I used to have to steal them, so you'd always mm -hmm. open like one side of the packet and like take a few and then put it back in and turn it around. So hopefully they never knew you did it, <laughs> and you'd always get caught out. And now I'm just getting caught out all the time. Sneaky. <laughs> so that's mum and dad's fault. <laughs> no oh, responsibility. No. I'll stop doing that. Oh, all right. Well, let's leave it there before we kill each other. <laughs> but where? Where? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, let what? us know where, where... <laughs> you say. No, you, we finish Is each there an other's echo? sentences. Yeah, they're perfect. Where can we find you on social you media? <laughs> Is that it? Yeah. Thank you. Thanks, Carl. Thank you. Uh, um, oh, so oh, me, Billy Joe Porter Music, is my handle on Facebook and Instagram, and I've got a website, billyjoeporter.com. If that was the question, otherwise, nice. I'm. And the new. <laughs> and, and, yeah, and no, and Spotify perfect. as well. Or well, Spotify is probably on your website. Yeah, Spotify. Yeah? All my music's on the all the streaming platforms, and um, yeah, the the website will lead you to everything, including my mailing list if you want to get on there. And also, we do a live stream on Thursday nights around seven ish. Okay. Can get pretty loose. Well, cool. Is that on your website or is that on yeah. Facebook? Oh, cool. I'm so keen to see it. And I would love to request a piano solo from Kyle. Oh, you got it. He does the whole. <laughs> yes. Oh, this is my sick. best. I love it. Smooth move. <laughs> and Kyle? Do you want people to find oh, you, Oh, uh, unless you yeah. want a toilet. 100%. Um, don't really have anything else. <laughs> um, I am on TikTok. What am I? Fart bomb? 
something like that. <laughs> so you could, it's I a picture it. of my dog and sort of septic lid thing. And there's a few funny trade things and a couple <laughs> moments that quite a few million people like. So <laughs> go check. I like that. <laughs> I'm very intrigued now. Uh, well, a couple of good ones on there. <laughs> uh, for everyone listening and for those who are watching, all those links will be in the bio so you don't, it's not hard to find. Just click them and get around it. But definitely get around Billy Joe's new album. And obviously, where we can see you guys live next, you'll be able to find if you subscribe to Billy Joe's email list, you'll get all the information. And let's just start heckling Kyle for more piano solos I'm oh me oh, too i'm always no. i'm always like in the instrument i'm like and take it away kyle yeah <laughs> <laughs> i can only Chop do chopsticks yeah <laughs> well thank you guys so much for coming on and congratulations to all your success and kyle i'm really inspired by you mate for getting that done in two years i it's Bravo. made me want to actually do it now in a space of 45 minutes you've convinced me not the piano the guitar no i play guitar and i've got oh you can play the lead guitar yes no don't put that much guitar solo (laughs) what can i do there nothing i don't know any i can't say chopsticks or maybe chopsticks as well on guitar can you do that (laughs) (laughs) bass piano um i'll I'll figure it out mandolin good one i think you should do mandolin I feel a family band mm. coming on, a, a second family band. <laughs> Another <Yeah>. one. <laughs> Shepherd oh Juniors. Ned Enkem, bloody uh, hell. Righto, guys, right, thank right, you guys. so much. It's been an absolute pleasure and we look forward to catching up with you guys soon. Thank you for your time. It's been really fun.